Your best life is more rewarding when you become a member of Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can earn MyPlus rewards points for everyday purchases and banking activities. You even earn 3,000 MyPlus rewards points when you open your membership with Affinity Plus. MyPlus Rewards offers the potential to rack up major points and even bigger rewards. Use your points on vacation getaways, discounted rates on Affinity Plus car loans, gift cards from popular stores and restaurants, and cash back. Or pay those points forward with charitable donations. You've got a lot of great choices with Affinity Plus and MyPlus Rewards. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch in Baxter to learn more about your MyPlus Rewards earning power. Affinity Plus is federally insured by NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. Today we are visiting with some friends from Camp Ripley. And our guests today include Mr. Tony Housie, who is the in Camp Ripley Public Affairs Office. We also have with us uh, our guest, Chief Navy Diver Brett Husbeck. Uh, in the Mobile Diving and Salvage Unit 2, and Navy Diver 2nd Class Matthew Polkerbeck, who is in, also in the Mobile Diving and Salvage Unit 2. First of all, welcome to Community Focus. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Tony, let's start with you. Winter ops continue. Winter ops continue, yeah. We have uh, lots of units downrange right now and more coming, uh, and they are experiencing all the traumatic bits and pieces of our Minnesota weather as it comes in uh, and goes. Uh, it's about to get a whole more traumatic. Right. <laughs> you, know, that's, you know, when we when we sit back and look at it, we say, yep, that's good training. <laughs> but Well, in yeah. reality, it is, isn't it? I mean, because you have to be ready for every eventuality. You do, absolutely do. And, and the type of training that they are doing is no different than the training that they do during the summer. Uh, there's just different considerations and conditions that they have to prepare for. So it is good education for them and it's good experience to test out their equipment and their techniques and their different planning procedures and things like that. So what kind of things are going on? What are they doing? Uh, we are, you know, we're doing weapons qualification, individual weapons qualification and crew served um, weapons as well as well as our vehicles. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a lot of different driver's training mm-hmm. uh, and different maneuver experiences with that as well. So they're getting the opportunity to exercise their vehicles and exercise their uh, command structure and the, how they want to do logistical support and everything else. Okay. Um, you know, they've even wintered out in the in the weather a few times and mm, brave souls. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I have heard some uh, guns going off, so I know they're uh, firing the larger guns and tanks as well, aren't they not? They, they are, yeah. Most of our tank units have gone through. Uh, our, the Brainerd unit is coming up next, and they're going to wrap up kind of the second half of this month and finish out. So. All right. You're not hearing things. Right. <laughs> Anything else we should know about winter uh, operations or training? Uh, yeah, you know, the, the different conditions and things like that that we plug into it as far as an installation we support these different organizations going down uh, a lot of the equipment that we have uh, on hand snowshoes and skis and winter tents and, and warming units and things like that that's that's all necessary for their training and for their preparation so it's been an, uh, a, a new adventure for us as well to be able to spin that stuff up uh, let them use it recover it and turn it around for another unit so it's been an education for Camp Ripley as well excellent but uh, we, you know, we even have some folks from uh, from out of state here. Our, our our brethren in the Navy are coming and utilizing our lakes, so we we like that opportunity. <laughs> well, let's talk to our guests from the Navy. We'll start with Brett. And uh, Brett, you have a lot of experience diving, I understand. Uh, yes, sir, I do. 
So tell us how long you've been diving and uh, what kind of the things you've trained to do. So I started diving about 23 years ago. Wow. Um, and we are trained to dive in every fold of the earth. Yeah. And that's one reason why we come up to Camp Ripley is it gives us that the ice and cold water aspect of uh, flexing our gear, flexing the personnel, and training uh, safely. Yes. So where are you coming from when you say we come up to? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so uh, we are we're stationed in uh, Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. Um, What's the average temperature there this yeah. time of the year? <laughs> I believe it's around 50 right now. Okay. If That's not, a, why you got to ask I think, that? I think about four days ago it was about 70 degrees. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that'll be nice. So what are you looking forward to? What's going to be happening here now while you guys are here? So we're actually wrapping up our training um, as as we're sitting oh, okay. uh, here now. That's why we've been able to come up here and talk with you guys. So we were up here approximately 24 days. Wow. We had seven different naval commands through all the way from Hawaii, California, Washington, oh. D.C., and Virginia here. Um, approximately 80 divers total. Mm -hmm. Wow. And what we do is we bring in a civilian SME, a, a um, cold water instructor, mm -hmm. and he gives a certification. Okay. And then after that certification, we go out, basically send them out on their own, and they, uh, they dive and practice what they learned. Okay. So yep. we're talking like under the ice. Uh, ice diving, <laughs> like yes. I just cannot yeah. even. Yes. Could never. Well, I have to ask because <laughs> it's in your title, Mobile Diving and Salvage. Are you, is that part of the operation? Do you go down and salvage yes, uh, items? Yes, that, that is a big part of part of our uh, our evolution that we do. Yeah. So, how about in this training? Do they literally cut a hole in the ice, drop something in, and you go get it? This time we did not. We cut a hole in the ice, uh, several holes in the ice, and basically it's a training aspect. They 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 dive down. They have to find the uh, exit hole. We practice uh, unconscious diver, loss of air, and we, we practice everything all the way from start to finish so that they get the full gambit of actually how it would operate in the real-world environment. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm going to go right back to what you first said because finding the exit hole seems to be very important God, in this operation. It makes my heart race just while you say <laughs> it. I just start to panic. Because, uh, well, for our listeners, paint a picture. Once you go under that ice... Mm. Isn't it looking all the same, uh, basically? It, it is, but yeah. we, we, we have certain things in uh, that we do to enable the diver to find out where he needs to go. Okay. We, we tend them, so they have okay. a tending line on them. Okay. They have communications. Um, but if they were ever to get that cut, mm -hmm. say something underneath the ice, then that's one of the big aspects is we train so they can not panic. Sure. Do what they're trained to do. Right. And uh, make sure they get home, they get, get home yep. safely. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Is there, uh, the first thing I thought of uh, before you said tethered was, is there some GPS coordinates that they look at before they go in the water or anything no. like that? No. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, do you ever do this at night? Yes. Yes. We do do it at night. <laughs> now Tess is really attack. freaked out because uh, <laughs> that adds a whole new dimension, doesn't it? It does. It does. You, that's and like I said, that's the reason we're up here. Yeah. Um, we brought eighty people through approximately um, to get the certification, um, and it just makes us as a, a whole better training, more capable yeah. of completing mm -hmm. different tasks or missions. Very good. Wow, that's impressive. Uh, Brett, uh, talk about this too, because you've been diving for you said twenty-two years. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Mm -hmm. uh, the equipment must have changed over the years. Yes, it has. 
And I'm thinking it's much better now than when you first started. <laughs> it is. It's it's much better. When I first came through, we had the older older equipment. Now we're getting more uh, technical equipment um, and updated equipment. It's easier, more friendly to use. So it's a lot, little more lightweight than back in the day of what you've seen with mm -hmm. the old the old diving helmets that they yeah. used to wear. Sure, yeah. sure. How about uh, let's talk about the uh, staying warm. <laughs> that water is not warm. So what kind of uh, technology and equipment is involved there? So what we do is we have a uh, dry suit. So and, and that's one of the biggest aspects of when we train is we have a warming tent. So the divers are always warm because the last thing you want to do is hypothermia mm -hmm. to set in on a, on a diver. Yeah. And when they do their dive, they're, they're completely encased in a dry suit. So the only thing that's basically is their, their face is ex exposed to the cold water. And when they're done, we put them right back in the warming tent, get them changed out, get some mm -hmm. warm clothes on them. And we do have occasional dry suits leak. It's nothing's foolproof. Part of the thing, yeah, yeah. no kidding. Yeah. So wow. uh, we also have hot water suits. Um, we actually pump hot water down to the divers while they're in the water if, if that's the type of suit we're going to wear. Oh, wow. So well, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, are there... Um, do you have equipment that you train to use under the ice, other than your diving gear? So not really. Okay. Everything we use, everything that we can use in, say, Florida or the Atlantic Ocean or whatever, mm -hmm. we, we use up here you at Camp Ripley. Yes. Okay. And in salvage operations, you may have to pull a cable with you that you're going to attach, and or they drop cables down while you're there. Is this all part of the training again? It is. This is more for um, the training we're doing is mainly for ice diving. Yeah. Because um, 90% of it is setting up your your ice hole mm -hmm. uh, on the surface, cutting the proper ice, making sure the ice is thick enough for one before you go out there. So that's that's part of the training too. You just, you just don't want to walk on a lake that mm -hmm. you, don't, you don't know is safe. Right. So you're testing the ice as you're walking out. So. So do you guys, are these on lakes on the property of Camp Ripley? Yes, it is. Okay, yeah. so they're all, it's yes. not like you're out on Gull or something where no. <laughs> no. people will see you, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, that wouldn't be uh, very, very uh, conducive because we cut a 10-foot 10, 10 hole. Oh, wow. So Okay, that's big. Fascinating. Mm -hmm. We better check with Matthew here, too, a little bit. Matthew, you've just uh, been doing this for four years, you said? Four years. And yeah. are you stationed mm -hmm. out of Virginia as well? Yeah, we're stationed at the same community. Same place, yeah. okay. So I'm curious, when you joined the Navy, did you say, I want to go diving under the ice? Well, I'd, I, I, honestly, I didn't really know it was something that we, we did at all. It wasn't really a consideration that I had um, at the time, but um, it just happened to be happenstance that uh, I got to the command Mudsdew, and then from, from there, that's where a lot of the, the diving and the trips that we started mm -hmm. taking to, um, for ice diving, um, started to really develop. So I really okay. got an awesome opportunity learning about ice diving right out of the gate. Wow. And I'll ask right away, mm -hmm. uh, do all Navy uh, personnel learn to dive or do you sign up for a particular unit? So um, as far as diving just being the race, so everyone that is ND Navy diver goes through the school, um, learns to dive, lots of different um, equipment and gear and that's mm -hmm. kind of what, what we're expected to do yeah. mm -hmm. very interesting and how long did you say you've been doing it for four years, four years. Mm -hmm. okay wow 
Have you dove under the ice previous to this experience? Just this year? Yeah. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so, we I was part of the trip last year that we did, and uh, my first year at the command, too, we also did ice diving then, and that was, we were just kind of getting our, our feet wet, so to speak, <laughs> in, in the ice and kind of uh, looking for a good place where we can conduct this training and learn it, and so I got to uh, go to some of the other places that we went and looked for ice diving, but this was like a really good fit to uh, teach the divers like the actual environment and uh, of the ice diving itself, so. Yeah. Wow. Were there some newbies uh, in the crew this year? And is that an interesting <laughs> experience that <laughs> when you're when you've had experience, you know mm-hmm. what the, what's going to happen, these guys don't. Oh yeah. So <laughs> uh, they're my favorite group of people. Is it? So it, not only is it just that there are new divers, but also divers that have they've been you know, around the world doing lots of different diving, but they don't have a lot of experience with this particular environment. Yeah, And so, like, it's <laughs> it's a lot of fun watching them kind of learn all of the extra steps and, and environmental considerations when it comes to ice diving and, like, things that they expect to work. They go, oh, yeah, you just do A, B, and C, and we can get it done. And it's never that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and just really seeing them have to put their critical thinking cap on yeah. and and learn to work through the process mm-hmm. is is really awesome to see super rewarding uh, to see them learn how to um, think outside the box fix problems kind of watching their light yeah, bulbs ex- go off exactly that, huh? yeah. and of course the the guys that have just become divers this is a pretty big eye opener it's you know <laughs> oh, big risk big reward like i love it right. and they yeah Got to be a bit of an adrenaline Yeah, they rush. get that starry eye thing going on. Yeah. That's pretty cool to see. <laughs> love it. I love it. <laughs> wow. Uh, how about other experiences that you've had? Has uh, there been some memorable dives elsewhere that have just been something to experience? Oof. I would say pretty much all of my diving experience <laughs> has been great. And just all of the different um, environments that we do it in, in clear water and murky water and... Uh, deep water, shallow water, all all of them are have just been a great experience and, and helps me become a technical expert in, in my craft. And this is something that I really enjoy. So yeah. then on your spare time when you're mm-hmm. not working, do you like to go diving, you know, down in Florida or anything like that? Do you go diving for fun? <sighs> oh, they keep me diving enough. I don't need to go diving <laughs> on my own. I want to stay on dry land, okay? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> That's very interesting. Diving uh, is something that's inherently risky, too, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, you guys have to pay attention every time you go in the water. That is correct, yes. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. My test doesn't sign so up for that. I don't do, but... How, uh, about, how about deep water? Do you also do some of that? Oh, yeah. Everything we definitely on. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with uh, that's a different suit and so on and so forth? Yep, different considerations, different um, gear that we use. Um a lot goes into that as well. How deep have you been? See, the deepest I've been is 227 feet. No, no. No, no, no. <laughs> 30, call it a day. No, just yeah. That's down there. It was dark, and it yeah. was cold. Yeah, I bet. And there was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure, but it it was a lot of fun, too. I bet. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's that adrenaline rush when you get back on oh, yeah. top. I can tell. Yeah. So what's, are you, have you guys just been around the United States, or do you travel the world, and where have you been that maybe the farthest away that you've done some of this all yeah all over 
probably all over the United States and then all over the world too. Like, <laughs> man, well, we've been all over, mostly like East Coast area since like Virginia is where we're stationed okay. and stuff. But now, Matthew, you've been there four years. Brett, have you in oh, 23 man. years, you must have been quite a few places. Ah, uh, yes, yeah, <laughs> all, all over the world. So, What's the most unique place you've been diving? I would have to say one of the most uh, rewarding was back in 2000, 2001, we dove when I was attached to Mobile Diving Salvage Unit 2 the first time. We dove on the USS Monitor recovering the main engine, the condenser, the turret, and that that was sitting off the coast of North Carolina about 245 feet. Wow. That must be crazy cool in a way, you know. (laughs) But, man. Have you guys ever dove in the Great Lakes? I grew up in the Great Lakes, in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. So, yes, that's when I first started diving as a young kid, um, Michigan Superior. And that water's not warm. No, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. That's fascinating. It's fascinating. Gentlemen, we thank you for being part of the show today to talk about your experience. Uh, Where do you go from here? I go home. <laughs> yeah. I go home for a while. We've been Back on the Virginia. road. <laughs> yeah. We've actually been on the road since uh, the first of the year. Okay. Um, we were in Florida, mm-hmm. diving down there, and then I had enough time to go home and drop the clothes off, my shorts off, and pick up my long johns and <laughs> and come up here. Costume change. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, that's well, fantastic. That's, huh? that's kind of cruel, though, going from Florida to Minnesota. But, hey. Yeah. So training works, right? It's all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for being here on the show today well, to talk about your experiences. And come back in the summer. Minnesota is really, really a nice place when all this water isn't frozen. We're actually uh, trying to come up in the summertime and, and train up here. That'd and be great. Use more of Camp Ripley that they have to offer. It's just yeah. a, a great training site, and the area is outstanding, and we love it. Cool. Well, thanks for what you do, and uh, thank you. We just appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Uh, Tony, anything else we should know about uh, upcoming uh, events or trainings at Camp Ripley? Yeah, we'll have uh, we'll have a couple things going on. So we're going to start uh, loading up our equipment and whatnot to get ready for a rail movement. Uh, we're also going to see some artillery firing. That's going to be later in March. Uh, our biathlon folks are heading out to Utah right now for a championship. Oh, wow. So they're excited about that. And um, we're going to wish them the best of luck. And then we'll kick off our, Army, our new Army fitness test, Uh-oh. the Widowmaker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, our Norwegian exchange coming up in April. So we'll oh, talk yes, more about Norwegians that. The Norwegians are coming. Along. The Norwegians are coming. The Navy guys went like this, like that's yeah. nothing. <laughs> right. So uh, <laughs> before anything starts in the studio, I just want to say thanks to all of you guys for being here. And uh, it's a great example, though, of like you say, what a, what a wonderful facility Camp Ripley really is for training for all branches of the military. Best of luck. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for your service. Yeah. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Anthony, thank you so much for being here today. Our guests today again were Mr. Tony Housie, the Camp Ripley in Camp Ripley Public Affairs. Uh, we have Chief Navy Diver Brett Husbeck uh, from Mobile Diving and Salvage Unit 2 and Navy Diver Second Class Matthew Polkrebeck, who is in the same unit, Mobile Diving and Salvage Unit 2. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus, and we remind you that our Community Focus programs are available anytime on our website at 1067wjjy.com, and that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can also listen through our free downloadable app, which is powered by the Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.